You're listening to the Sciency Spiritualist Podcast. This is your place to nerd out over all things manifestation, mindset, and metaphysical. I'm Billy Alice, female intuition coach and fellow nerd. This podcast was made for you to expand your awareness and carve your own unique path in the universe. After the episode, please join the conversation in my Facebook group, The Sciency Spiritualists. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, Sciency Spiritualists. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking to all of you about the path of least resistance. So, what does that mean? So, when I'm talking about our path, I'm talking about our life path, our spiritual path that journey that all of us are on all the time. Now, when we start tuning into our intuition and we're tuning into our guides, they are trying to take us on our path of least resistance, meaning our path that is going to be the easiest for us to traverse. And it will look different for everyone and it will look different for you at different points of your life. But basically, it's them helping us navigate around our current belief systems and getting us where we want to go with the most growth and fun as possible. But here's the thing about our path. It was never meant to be a straight line. When we are on our life path, we aren't trying to get from point A to point B as quickly and efficiently as possible. Now, from our human perspective... Maybe we are. A lot of us think that that's actually what we want. We define a goal and then we want to just completely zoom straight to the goal. But our highest self was never intending to come here, walk this path, and have everything go so perfectly and quickly. There's really no fun in figuring out the game if it's that way. And if you think about it from the perspective of our higher self, Our higher selves live in perfect harmony with the universe, universal love, source energy, God, whatever you want, you know, whatever you identify with calling it. Our higher self is in perfect harmony with that. So we already know what it's like to be, have everything perfect. We come here for the experience of life. Our higher self is not concerned about life being perfect. It's just us in our human form that get really kind of hooked and hung up on that. If our life, if the journey was this perfect straight line, we would miss so many incredible opportunities for growth. So think of it as like climbing up a mountain. Now, we could climb straight up the cliff face, but it takes incredible concentration and kind of a complete myopic disposition to your one destination. There aren't many detours on the straight climb up. And really, there's there's no opportunity to look around because you'd have to be so focused on where you were going. And you can really only have one destination, which is up. Our path was never intended to be straight. It's winding on purpose. It takes unexpected turns. Some points are more challenging than others. Sometimes we have company. Sometimes we're trekking solo. It really is like hiking. 
which I love. My guides gave me this, you know, analogy for life, probably because I loved hiking when I lived in Colorado so much. It just works with my brain to think of life as this example. Now, when I'm talking about this path of least resistance, that means the personal path your guides are leading you on because they know you so insanely intimately. It's not the path of no resistance. You will have limiting beliefs, unexpected circumstances. Basically, shit happens. It's life, it's the path, and it's okay. It doesn't mean you're doing things wrong if it's not perfect. So going with the hike example, say you're humming along, feeling great, and you get a big nudge from the universe. It sets you off on a new path. You're like, cool, okay, I'm, I've tuned into my guides. I'm feeling this. I'm seeing all the signposts. We're going to head this way. I just, it feels so right to take this path. So you're following all the signposts. By the way, those are your emotions. Our guides lead us with how we feel. So all of our emotions are important. They're literally our guides communicating with us about where we are on our path. Follow the fun. That's just a good thing to have in the back of your mind. The path will feel fun, so follow the fun. There's also literal signs that they send. Think repeating numbers, that kind of thing. Those are also signs from our guides pointing us in the directions that we're supposed to go. So you're cruising. You're feeling good, totally in the zone. And then you round a bend and bam, giant boulder in your path. What the heck? You do a quick look over your shoulder. Say, I swear my guides said to come this way. What the literal F? Now, a lot of us reach the boulder and start to question, which is totally normal. (sighs) Am I even hearing my guides right? If this is supposed to be my path, why is this here? You might start to try to push on the boulder. Maybe I can just force it out of the way. Some of us might just sit and stare at it. Like, all right, this is here. I don't know what to do about it. I'm just going to stare at it. And you decide that you can't continue your journey because it's blocking your path. This was the path that I was told I was supposed to walk. There's a giant boulder here. So I'm just going to sit and wait. Maybe my guides will move the boulder for me. Now, I know so many of you have had this happen. I've had this happen. My clients have had this happen. Seriously, what is going on? If this is really my path, why would it suddenly be blocked? I was so sure I was hearing right, heading the correct direction. So what gives? Here's the thing. You didn't hear wrong, but the path isn't a straight line. So maybe after a while, you're sitting, you're staring at this block. It could be a limiting belief. It could be a life circumstance. But after a while, you start to tune back into your guides and you notice a sign pointing in yet another new direction. And you eventually decide to follow because it's getting really boring being right here. It's boring to stare at a rock. So you start to follow. Now, from our limited perspective, we often think our guides are insane, cryptic. Why lead me one way with such ease and excitement just for me to be blocked and have to head another way? I completely get that frustration. But we're seeing it just from our limited 
earthly perspective. They are seeing the whole path. The inspiration to move at the beginning, think back to the beginning of this analogy, that inspiration to move, maybe it helped us avoid a mudslide that was on the way. And the boulder that we run into, maybe that was keeping us from inadvertently falling off of a cliff ledge. You know, some real world examples. Maybe you decide to start a new business and you're going to make this business deal with this person you know and you're so excited and everything's just going smoothly and then suddenly that business deal falls through at the last minute. That could be your boulder. What the heck's going on? It felt so good. Why would it suddenly fall apart? But maybe this is your guide's giving you a blessing in disguise, keeping you from accidentally falling off a cliff ledge that you didn't see coming. All the steps leading up to anything are still important. We're inspired to take steps for many different reasons. And every time we do, we're gaining valuable experience. Whether it works out as we anticipated or not, you can trust it's still moving you forward on your journey. I know it's so cliche, it gets said all the time, but it's so important to remember. This life is not about the destination. We only spend a limited amount of time at the summit of the mountain. Our life is lived while we're on the path. The winding and the twisting, it's how we see new places, meet new people, share ideas. Growth doesn't happen at the point of success or at the manifestation of something. It happens in the preparation. If we look at our life as only important when we, heat, when we meet those specific goals, when we get those specific manifestations, then it will look like a waste of time when we go on a detour. But if we realize that life is always about where we are at now, It's about the process. It's about the journey. Suddenly those detours take on a completely new light. Having the perspective that the step is important, not just the destination, but every single step is its own destination. When you have that perspective, you can start to embrace the actual journey. It doesn't be, it shifts from just this platitude of, you know, life's a journey, embrace the journey it shifts to this real world application of how can I embrace the step I'm in the process of taking right this moment? So much of mindfulness, meditation, is that learning and understanding of how to be in the present moment. Following our guides takes a measure of faith and trust. Trust that the seemingly bizarre detours or disappointing roadblocks have a greater purpose Besides just making us crazy. Now, you might be hearing this and go, okay, yeah, that sounds good, but I don't really buy it. Like, my belief is that life is just unfair and that there's not a purpose in things. That's fine. You do not have to adopt this belief. But I will tell you, it makes the journey a hell of a lot more enjoyable when you do. When you lean into trusting that you are on the path of least resistance, not no resistance, and you 
reframe challenges as beneficial versus detrimental. That's when you get to the sweet spot. When you really embrace being happy on the way somewhere versus the idea of toughing it out until you reach the goal. You get to be happy a lot more of the time. And isn't that kind of what we're ultimately striving for? Really, the reason we want all of the goals that we set, the things that we want to manifest, we want them because of our belief that having them will make us feel better than we currently do. But we can feel good now. We have that ability to choose happiness now, to choose the perspective in which we face challenges. Are we looking at it as the opportunity for growth? Are we looking at it like a detour to see something new and beautiful that we might have missed? Had that boulder not come, we would miss the entire journey that takes us around the boulder. So a quick example from my own life, because for me, these concepts stick so much better when I have a real world example to put them to. So when my husband and I first decided to move to Florida, we had this grand plan. We would move down here. We would stay in a hotel for a little bit and we would buy a house and it was going to be great and perfect and just work out so nicely. I was doing my affirmations. Everything was just going to be perfect. But we hit a, we hit our first boulder when we had our house in Colorado and we put it on the market. It did not sell. Not for what we needed it to sell for. What the heck? The market was crazy hot. How could this possibly not sell? All right, we adjust. We ended up renting it. Still moving forward with our plan. We come down to Florida, we start house hunting, and I find this house that I just love. It was on 1111 Lotus Street. Hello sign from the universe. How could this be any more perfect? This has to be our house. Go through the entire process, put our offer in, realize as we're doing it, we can't get approved for a loan because of our house in Colorado. Once again, what the actual F? I could swear I'm following my guide's guidance. How could we possibly not get this house? What am I missing? What have I done wrong? How am I, how am I at this point? It had to be ours. I'm questioning everything. Fast forward two years. Yes, sometimes the detour is a long detour, you guys. Life is not a straight line. <laughs> it can be frustrating. It's okay. But trust the process. Trust your guides. So fast, fast forward two years. We had been living in an apartment. Yes, this is the story about how I was in the apartment I didn't want to be in, working the job I didn't want to work. And I did my joy challenge, my first joy challenge. And we ended up moving into just my absolute dream house. We didn't get to design any of it, but it's, it's, it's as if I designed it myself. It's truly everything I wanted. I walked in the door before it was even finished being built, and I knew that this is the house I'm going to give birth to my son in. We move in. From there, we have our son, and I meet three of my best friends of my life. And I can see their houses from my window where I'm recording right now. <laughs> the detour that I didn't want to go on, 
the detour that felt like a failure, the detour that made me question so deeply for two years, what was I doing wrong? What was I not hearing? Was my guides seeing from their highest perspective, there is something better coming. Trust the process. Sometimes we don't get to see until it's down the road and we look back and we go, thank God that house was great. But I look at it now and I'm like, wow, it really would not have been a great house for a kid. (laughs) But I wasn't thinking of that when I was looking at that house. The process is not a straight line. I can't say it enough, but it's so true. Trust in the winding journey. And as much as you can, enjoy where you're at right now because you're going to be on the path a hell of a lot more than you're going to be at the summit. And if you wait for the summit to have a happy moment, you're going to be living a life that feels really hard and really disappointing a lot of the time. But if you embrace the journey and find happiness on the path where you are, life starts to be the life you don't need the vacation from. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Take a screenshot, tag the Sciency Spiritualist on Instagram. Help us grow the tribe.